Hello, this is Sandra Bond, and for the next half hour, I'll be reading from the March 30th issue of the Buffalo Rocket on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Heavy snow is expected. The weather store is, is ex- anticipating that a large mass of accumulation of precipitation out of Canada with freezing temperatures aloft are expected to begin Friday after midnight and continuing through Saturday and into the evening. Snow is at times expected to be really heavy with as much as 3 to 4 inches per hour, according to the guy at the weather store. Weather state guy Joe, just kidding, was really concerned with the storm approaching. This is a really big one, Kidding explained. It's like a large cloud of water is heading our way, and when it crosses the lake, it will produce a lot of snow. At this time, it looks like the shower will be the heaviest on Saturday, April the 1st. Flowing company, excuse me, plowing companies have already taken the plow off of their vehicles, thinking that the snowy stuff is over. Make all necessary arrangements for this event. The Carnegie Art Center, located at 240 Groundy Street, will host a... Spring Art Camp, April 12th to the 14th, for youth ages 7 to 12 years old and will be family-friendly if a parent would like to attend as well. Everyone in attendance must pay the fee. Two-hour classes will take place from 10 to 12. Lunch break from 12 to 12.30. Children should bring their own lunches. And a second class takes place from 12.30 to 2.30. Morning classes will be taught by Carlos Torres and afternoon classes will be taught by Tammy Fuller. Classes will cost $25 each or $40 each day. This spring art camp will take place during North Tonawanda City School District Spring Break. We are thrilled to host this three-day art camp for the community this spring, says Program Coordinator Natalie Brown. We plan on hosting multi-day art camps for families this Saturday as well, excuse me, this summer as well. Pre-registration for each day of classes is required. You can register for the classes on the Carnegie Arts website, carnegieartcenter.org. All supplies will be included. For more information, please visit www.carnegieartscenter.org slash education. Let me give that to you again. That's www.carnegieartscenter.org slash education. Alan West welcomes welcomes Elmwood Festival artists. The Allentown Association wishes to congratulate the organizers of the Elmwood Festival of the Arts for over two decades of producing a vital and well-regarded event. We wish the organizers well in their future endeavors. The Allen West Festival, which the Allentown Association has produced for the last quarter century, will be held Saturday and Sunday, June 10th and 11th. Allen West celebrates regional artists and craftspeople from throughout western New York. The Allentown Association wishes to invite the regional western New York artists who may have applied to the Elmwood Festival to apply to participate in the 2023 Allen West Festival. Association President Patty McDonald stated, The Allen West Festival has always been an event that celebrates local artists and craftspeople. We are happy to welcome artists who may have participated in the Elmwood Festival of the Arts to apply for Allen West and to display their artwork at one of the largest long-running annual events in western New York. Interested artists may visit the Allentown website and download applications from www.allentown.org slash event slash allen-west-festival-2023 backslash let me give that to you one more time. www.allentown.org slash event slash allen-west-festival-2023 backslash. 
A link to the application can also be found on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Allentown Association, A-S-S-N. Do good on Dingus Day. Spring's arrival brings the annual Dingus Day festivities to the Broadway Fillmore neighborhood following Easter. The Matt Urban Center is launching its annual Do Good on Dingus Day campaign by encouraging Buffalonians to celebrate the holiday by doing an act of good. To honor their commitment to the Do Good on Dingus Day, the Matt Urban Center will team up with the Buffalo Central Terminal and the Central Terminal Neighborhood Association to host a neighborhood cleanup on Saturday, April 15th from 10 to 1. Volunteers are welcome to join the effort to spruce up the community following the Dingus Day Festival festivities. The Matt Urban Center celebrates its roots as the Polish Community Center of Buffalo every year on Dingus Day by hosting a fundraiser for its community programs. From March 27th through April 10th, the center will host a social media campaign encouraging people to share an act of good on social media using the hashtags Hashtag do good on Dingus Day and make a donation to the Urban Matt Urban Center at www.urbancenter.org slash donate. For those seeking to do good by giving back the hashtag do good on Dingus Day campaign will also will, will also include a welcome package project. The Matt Urban Center's permanent supportive housing department provides assistance to individuals experiencing homelessness by helping them secure safe, affordable housing and providing wraparound case management support. The welcome packages contain basic household, household necessities and will be given to clients who are exiting homelessness and moving into apartments to make them feel welcome as they make a fresh start. Those interested in donating a welcome package can find the list of donation needs on the Matt Urban Center's donation page at www.urbanctr.org donate. For more information on the Matt Urban Center and the Do Good on Dingus Day campaign, contact Ben Hillegas at thebillegas at urbancenter.org or 716-893-7222, extension 325. Canisius will be welcoming best-selling author Silas House. Canisius College welcomes nationally best-selling author Silas House to campus on Wednesday, April 19th at 5.30 p.m. in the Montanity Cultural Center. House's talk, titled Complicated Love on Appalachia, is free and open to the public. This event is presented under the auspices of the college's William H. Fitzpatrick Chair of Political Science Lecture Series. House is an acclaimed multi-award-winning and New York Times best-selling novelist. Most recently, he received the 2023 Southern Book Prize in Fiction for his best-selling Lark Ascending. The novel was a SIBA bestseller and has also been chosen as a book list editor's choice, one of Salon's favorite books of the year, one of Garden and Gun's selections for Best Southern Books of 2022, and is a top 10 most recommended book by independent booksellers across the nation in its monthly Indie Next list. House is the author of six additional novels, one Clay's Quilt from 2001, A Parchment of Leaves, 2003, The Cold Tattoo, 2005, 
Eli the Good, 2009, Same Son Here, co-authored with Nila Vaswani, 2012, and Southernmost, 2018, as well as a book of creative nonfiction called Something's Rising, co-authored with Jason Howard, 2009, and he's also written three plays. He serves as the NEH Chair of Appalachian Studies at Berea College on the fiction faculty of the Naisland Mann School of Creative Writing at Spalding University in Louisville and is the series director for Fireside Industries at the University of at the University Press of Kentucky. House is a former commentator for NPR's All Things Considered. His writing has appeared recently in Time, The Atlantic, Ecotone, The Advocate, Garden and Gun, and Oxford American. As a music journalist, House has worked with artists such as Casey Musgraves, Chris Christopherson, Lucinda Williams, Jason Isbell, Leon Womack, Tyler Childers, and many others. He is also the host of the popular podcast, On the Porch. A member of the Fellowship of Southern Writers, House is the recipient of three honorary doctorates and is the winner of the Nautilus Award, an E.B. White Award, the Appalachian Book of the Year, the Storylines Prize from the New York Public Library, the NAV Foundation, the Lee Smith Award, and many other honors, including an invitation to read at the Library of Congress. He was the recipient of the Governor's Award from Kentucky Governor Andrew Brashear for his service to the arts in his home state in 2021, and in 2020 he was chosen as the Appalachian of the Year in a nationwide poll. House graduated from Eastern Kentucky University with a Bachelor of Arts degree in English, specializing in American literature. He earned a Master of Fine Arts degree in Creative Writing from Spalding University. House graduated from the Fitzpatrick lecture series at Kinesis as a part of the larger Fitzpatrick Institute of Public Affairs and Leadership at the college, which provides an array of opportunities for Kinesis students to develop leadership potential through close contact with an exposure to those who contribute to American public affairs and societal issues. The Institute and the Fitzpatrick Lecture Series are named for William H. Fitzpatrick, a South Buffalo builder and longtime chair of the Erie County Democratic Party. His sons, Paul E. and Walter D. Fitzpatrick, endowed the Fitzpatrick program at Kinesis in 1958 in memory of their father. A few, later, a few years later, in 1962, the Honorable Henry, Harry S. Truman, 33rd President of the United States, inaugurated the Fitzpatrick Lecture Series at Canisius. Each year since, the college has hosted national figures in politics, government, academia, and media, including Jane Goodall, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and Bernice King, all under the auspices of the Fitzpatrick family. For more information, please co- contact Dr. Richard A. Bailey, Fitzpatrick Professor of History at 716-888-2684 or fitzpatrick.lecture at canisius.edu. Secured Funding Defibrillators for Kenmore Fire Companies. In the wake of Buffalo Bill, Buffalo Bill's DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest during the game against the Bengals in January, Kenilworth Fire Hall received an increase in requests for defibrillator units. Erie County Legislator John Bargnese was able to deliver $20,000 in grant funding, which enabled the fire company to provide units for several fire companies, the Kenton Closet, Kenilworth Church of Christ, which provides addiction recovery services, and St. Christopher's Elementary School. Margnese attended this morning's distribution alongside representatives from five local fire companies and other locations to present the new equipment. Afterward, they reviewed life-saving first aid measures. Margnese worked together with Dan Wiles from the James V. and 
Faye P. Ryan Paramedic Foundation to secure funding for the new automatic external defibrillators. AEDs help save lives. They're essential to make accessible in public. I think this is a great step in that direction, and I'm glad that I was able to help make sure that this was possible. The reach that this will have is incredible, and I think it is so important that we have have made equipment like this possible and available to the public, Legislator Bargnesi said. What we have to put in perspective is just how many people that this can help to save. That's the important part to me. It's all a matter of timing, really. And John's generosity came at just the right time we needed it. We couldn't have been able to make this far without him and with the important work that's essential. That's the important part to me, said John Beaumont, Foundation Chairperson and the James V. and Faye P. Ryan Paramedic Foundation. You're listening to a reading of articles and features from The Challenger on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. The Motown Years, Seneca Niagara Event Center. Tickets start at $49, and that program will take place on Tuesday, April 25th. Entertainer Bobby Wilson is the son of legendary R&B soul singer Jackie Wilson. Bobby has the same amazing traits and talents as his father, and many say Jackie Wilson's legacy lives on through him. Bobby brings the unforgettable songs of Motown in this dynamic show spanning more than a decade of Motown classics. The Motown years recreates the sound and excitement of the artists you loved during that era, such as The Four Tops, The Temptations, The Contours, Sam Cooke, Stevie Wonder, and Jackie Wilson. All the favorite songs from your favorite groups and singers. Tickets are available online at SenecaNiagaraCasino.com. Former BBO music director Mixiano Valdez returns to conduct a thrilling and eclectic program with standout cellist Sterling Elliott. Acclaimed for his stellar stage presence and joyous musicianship, cellist Elliott is a 2021 Avery Fisher Career Grant recipient and the winner of the senior division of the 2019 National Sphinx Competition. Already in his young career, he has appeared with major orchestras and conductors and will be bringing his excellence to perform with the BPO on April 15th at 7.30 p.m. and on April 16th at 2.30 p.m. at the Kleinhans. Visit bpo.org for more information and tickets. The Black Achiever Awards celebration began in 1973 and has continued each year for the past 50 years. Three years ago, Black Achievers Incorporated, which sponsors the annual awards celebration, opened the Black Achievers Museum. This museum, located inside the 419, excuse me, 1490 Jefferson Avenue building, serves the Western New York community as a digital repository where the biogra- biographical stories of the hundreds of exceptional award recipients will be preserved for the future. When the museum first opened, it featured the stories of award recipients for 2010 to 2019, but the goal was to include information for all award recipients. Last week, Black Achievers Incorporated CEO Herbert L. Bellamy, Jr. announced the competition for a project designed to update the museum database to include all 50 years of Black Achiever Award recipients. According to Mr. Bellamy, updating the digital content at the museum was possible thanks to a generous $10,000 grant provided by the Golden 
Goldman Philanthropic Fund. We are truly grateful to the Golden Goldman Philanthropic Fund for supporting our museum, he said. The Black Achievers Museum, located at 1490 Jefferson Ave, is now open to the public by appointment only. The museum offers the public a half century of local black history as told in the biographies of recipients of the Black Achiever Awards. Call 716-884-1490 for more information. Dads or Dad's Anointed Delivering Sons, will host a three-on-three basketball tournament on April 4th and 5th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Community School Number 53 at 329 Rohar Avenue. The age groups are 7 to 9, 10 to 12, and 13 to 15. The sign-up deadline is April 2nd. There will be mountain bike giveaways. For more information, contact Dwayne Ferguson at 716-563-1834. And talking about Easter egg hunts, the first annual community Easter egg hunt sponsored by the Virtuous Diamonds Dance. They're hosting their first annual community Easter egg hunt on Saturday, April 1st from 12 to 5 p.m. at Edward Saunders Community Center. There will be paint and snack, dance contests, balloon animals, face painting, food, and an Easter basket giveaway. Power 96.5 WUFO Annual Easter Egg Hunt. Power 96.5 WUFO will host their annual Easter Egg Hunt on Saturday, April the 8th from 12 until 3 p.m. at Mount Olive Baptist Church at 701 East Delavan Avenue. There will be pictures with the Easter Bunny, an Easter Egg Hunt, Bunny Hop Contest, the Jelly Bean Count, Coloring Contest, Musical Chairs, and more. The William Emsley Family YWMCA and the Fruit Belt Coalition, also known as Fruit of the City, will host an Easter egg hunt for children ages 1 through 12 and Garden Expo on Saturday, April the 1st from 11 to 2 p.m. at the Y at 585 West William Street. Excuse me, 585 William Street. The Easter Bunny will bring candy, activities, bun, bunny bingo, crafts, a puppet show, giveaways, and other exciting activities for the kids and the adults. The Working Families Party endorses India Walton. The New York Working Families Party has endorsed India Walton in the race for Buffalo Common Council in the Madison District. In 2021, India Walden India Walden wrote to rose to political prominence after defeating long-term incumbent Byron Brown in a remarkable primary victory. She gained national attention and support and won three of the city's seven council districts in the general race. One of those districts was Masden, Byron Brown's home base. Two years later, India Walden's run for Buffalo Common Council is a continuation of that same momentum. Driven by transparency and accountability, Walton is ready to get more for the Masden district. For more access to quality housing and food, to improvements in infrastructure, public safety, and climate protection. Above all else, Walton is ready to do what she's always done, which is to prioritize people, put their needs into policy, and put the power back into their hands. This endorsement speaks to my continued commitment to the hardworking residents of the Masden District and the City of Buffalo. This represents another opportunity to advance a people-focused platform rooted in love and centered around justice. Walden said. For additional information about India Walden and her run for Walton and her run for Common Council, contact Tia Brown at C O M M S at IndiaWalton.com. 
Longtime university resident DeWitt Lee III has decided to submit his name for consideration to be the next common council member to represent the interests of the people and businesses in the university district. Lee has spent decades of his life as a business innovator and community activist who has stood on the front line against injustice, inequality, economic oppression, and through diplomatic measures to and responsible is responsible for real legislation and policy change. He is recognized internationally as a bridge builder who has a vision for community development, a passion for business development and entrepreneurship, and a commitment to youth empowerment through various of his own created and funded programs and initiatives. For the past year, Mr. Lee says he has received numerous calls from community leaders in the university district and across the city who have encouraged him that his ideas, energy, experience, and leadership skills is exactly what the City Hall needs right now. I am very proud of my track record in business innovation, equality advocacy, political engagement, and youth empowerment over the past two decades, and I am humbled by the support I have received for my candidacy to become the next University District Common Council member. My desire is to see this community grow and is relentless. I remember the days of my youth living in the district from Clarence, Millicent, to Minnesota. I finally recall the, the bustling businesses on Bailey, the electricity in Roosevelt Park on Saturdays during football games, a university campus that was part of the community and a cohesiveness and closeness you experienced from those on the street, all which, in my opinion, can turn and come back better than ever. My desire is to partner with the residents here to create neighborhoods and shopping districts that represent a whole new model for districts in Buffalo, one that will become a beacon of hope, a place of prosperity for those who call this home, safety and redevelopment that will attract visitors and investment for years to come. Lee concludes he is also very encouraged by the new names that are running in the 2023 election across the city and believes that their addition to City Hall will give Buffalo a perfect balance of true community servants who will move the city forward into the future. I am ready to do my part, God willing, if given the opportunity. I am very excited to visit the residents as stakeholders of this promising community and put together a plan that will make University District the standard of urban development across the country. For more information, contact friends to elect Dwight Lee, Dwight Lee for University at gmail.com. You've been listening to a reading of articles and features from the March 30th issue of The Challenger. Your reader has been Sandra Bond. Thank you for listening.
Good morning. Welcome to another broadcast day on the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service, a private not for profit organization. Read the Reading Volunteers broadcast daily readings, newspapers, magazines, and books. They are blind and handicapped persons who provide reading radios. As always, please feel free to contact us to your comments, suggestions.